gotta play my hand Gotta face the fear and act like it's nothing to it I'm Princess Havoc. You know where we are. This is Causing Havoc, and we have a special episode today. As you can see, we're missing somebody key to the team, Mr. Bobby Lucas, but the name of the episode today is No Uterus, No Opinion, and as he has no uterus, he gets no input today. I have a panel of some of the most amazing people who have some of the strongest and most inspirational voices in the industry at this time. And I'm going to let them right now introduce themselves, and then we're going to jump all into it. I don't know if y'all can see which order. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll go since I have, like, the loudest background. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, go, you go, Perry. Okay. I was like, I'll go because I have the loudest background so I can go back and mute myself and then when I get home we can be all in this thing because I'm almost home. But hello everyone, I'm Fairy, Fairy Sex Mother, M-U-T-H-A because I'll be sending you hoes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I am an erotic mindset coach and I give erotic advice to couples or individuals to help them reach their goals and I do that through body positivity, um, different love languages and therapeutic methods and yeah, I graduate soon with my master's in marriage and family therapy and yeah that's about it about me <laughs> okay well you're amazing and i'm glad you're here fairy and then i guess we'll do cherry and then miss paisley since we know both we both we know miss paisley here on the show hello i am big big cherry i am you know a content creator and i am also a photographer by you know my, my main career and i am also you know i do also more like an influencer kind of job um, in the body positive movement. So, yeah, that's basically what I do. <laughs> All kinds of things. I love it. Miss Paisley. Um, yes, I'm Paisley Hayes. And today I am a YouTuber. <laughs> today. Today. Well, I'm an adult content creator as well, cam girl. But I'm mostly focused on my YouTube channel. Um especially here right now because the main purpose is to inspire women of all ages well 18 plus <laughs> but over the ages of 18 um any size any color any hairstyle and i just try to give encouragement on the channel and motivate them to be like bitch you got this <laughs> i love it i love it like i said some these these three ladies are some of the most powerful voices that I've met, and they both, all three of them have an amazing ability to uplift and inspire the people around them. And so that's why I picked them for this particular episode. Um, you know, of course, we're all getting settled and smoking and getting set up here, but um, the, the, the start of the idea of this was that I was upset because of how we're being treated in the United States. Our body autonomy is being attacked. We have states where you're completely illegal to have an abortion. You, you don't have basic health care. And do I think that everybody should go have an abortion? No, that's, that's not for me to say. Do I think it's the right choice for me? I mean, I've had one. Do I think I, should, I, will go get, I would go get another one? No, probably not, not unless I had to. But I like having the option to. And I think that pretty much any woman should have the right to. What do y'all think? I definitely think we should have that right because had I not had that choice 
to get an abortion when I did, um, life probably just would have been different. So I don't think it's for everyone. I don't think that everyone can handle it mentally. You have to be mentally prepared to deal with that. And of course, you know, what your body actually goes through. Um, but if I didn't have that choice back then, I just don't know. I didn't how know you had had one. Yeah, I had an abortion. I had my daughter and about a year and a half, year, year and a half later, I got pregnant. And I'm like, okay. at the time it was this guy, he was just constantly cheating on me. I knew we weren't going to be good co-parents. This was not the same, my first baby daddy. This was a whole nother man. And I'm just, I told myself, I don't want to be a single mom with two kids right now. I cannot afford this. Right. And so that's, I mean, my choice. But if I didn't have that choice to make, it's like, okay, I don't. I don't like how now, you know, they banned it in certain states. I, I haven't really read up on it. Um, but I just feel bad for the women that don't have that choice anymore. And Mike, Absolutely. And Mike, is, I'm in New York City, so I feel like one, one of the first things that they did when they saw, you know, the change in regime, you know, <laughs> um, was that they protected people in New York and the, and the governor made it a state law everything that Roe v. Wade protected because they already knew that they were going to attack that. And yeah, and and they and so we stayed the same, completely exactly the same. But that was like years before. So I feel like it was great that they had that 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 you know that prediction that it was gonna happen. But it's crazy to me that after so many years of having the option there's still people that want to impose their choices on others and for me for me the issue is that i want to have the choice for sure but i would never be the kind of person that tells you how to lead your life like, i feel like i am leading my life in so much in a so much better way than you that i'm gonna tell you what to do and right. that's what is that something that's bothering that bother me most out of all of this that's that these people are literally telling me this is how you have to be doing things. And I feel like I am doing better than you. So you have to, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just. <clears throat> I know your body better than you do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, they don't listen to what we're telling them. They don't listen to the consequences of it. They really do not care because they have that one goal. So whatever, <laughs> whatever is the consequence from it, from taking that right away from them, they, they, really don't don't think it's, it's that big of a deal to to give us the right I, I don't know it's, it's just well here's I mean here's my thing like, now question is New York one of the ones that did like California and made it where it was a safe place to come get abortions Nate from women nationwide they wouldn't persecute or um do um it's not reciprocity I can't think of the daggum word extradition yeah, and prosecuting for women who seek abortions. Did New York did that too? Yeah. See, and that's good. There's places on each side of the country, but it's sad that we have to do that. Now, here's the thing. You know, if pregnancy was solely like, if if there was a law passed that men had to get a vasectomy at 18, join the military and get a vasectomy. Now, here's the thing about the vasectomies. We've all done the research. We've all we've all read. We know. 
Vasectomies are 100% reversible. You might have, okay, 99.99999. There might be like one out of 100,000 that something happens with your shit that it doesn't, you can't get, you can't get someone pregnant, but oh dear God, why don't you just go to a sperm bank before you do that? Like y'all tell us, go, go freeze some eggs. So if they, if they, if men got the exact same treatment as women did, then I think that there would be much, it would be a much different climate, climate than it is at this point. Yeah. But the goal, the goal, I feel like these people that are, that are trying to make these rules, the goal is not even, I I don't even think it's religious anymore. I feel like it's an excuse because at the end of the day, there's nothing about that in Bible or anything. I feel like it's more like a control tactic. And at this point, I don't know if you've seen like reports on it, but population is going down. It is because nobody can afford to have children. Exactly. Nobody Most- wants to do all the things. Like, I'm horrified at the things that I'm. I have to do to be a parent. Yeah. Now, I can't imagine. Like, I'm gonna tell my child, "Honey, I love you very much. If you want to have a child, you need to adopt. Yeah. Don't bring any more children into this world. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, I mean, of course, obviously, if you but, want, to, but by force and it's like you know it's if we maybe if we had better conditions in our country more people would be willing to have children but i don't want to have children in a country that i don't even have access to health care without you know what i mean so it's it's right i mean following the laws in this like if, if you were in the state of georgia and you had a babe and you go and get pregnant and then you get into your second trimester and your life is in danger you know in the state of georgia you will you will have to die mm-hmm. they don't care because there's a fetal heartbeat and we i mean we've got the 6 week fetal heartbeat law but of any like i didn't know i was pregnant the first 6 weeks mm-hmm. i was almost 3 months in before i was almost into my second trimester cuz i wasn't supposed to be able to have babies I, by that law, I wouldn't have been able to, to have an abortion had I wanted to. Same. And it wasn't me being I irresponsible. Didn't find out, I didn't find out I was pregnant until both times until I was over eight weeks. Right. And there's already a technically a fetal heartbeat rate by then. But I think, you know, put the limitation, something rational, scientific based. Okay. If, you, if the fetus cannot survive outside of the womb and be viable, then that should be the cutoff. Obviously, yeah, try and be as possible. They say, well, what if there's a miracle? And it's like, uh, okay, but like the risk, like it without it being a slow death, it should be the woman's right to decide if they want to it take really that should. or not. You know, and I, I'm loving this. Like, there's, you know, there, there was there's stipulations on miscarriages. If you have too many miscarriages and they look sus, then you can go to jail. And it's it's scary. Like, I had six miscarriages before I had my daughter. And following the story of George's uh, logic, I'm a murderer and I belong in jail. Fuck the government. Yes. I've been pregnant twice and twice I had a miscarriage. And, you know, at that moment, the first time that I got pregnant, I decided I was going to keep it. But again, it's good to have that choice. Right. You had the choice of whether you wanted to or not. Yeah. The first time I decided I wanted to keep it. And when I had my miscarriage, I would say that I was like, you know what? 
good. Like, I, I felt a little sense of relief because I didn't feel like I was prepared, but I was willing to, I was willing to, to get my shit together. You know what I mean? The second time I got pregnant, it was right after. It was right after. And I feel like having that first miscarriage maybe might have woken up in me like, you know, your life will change completely and like, you cannot do this right now. And at that moment, I felt like I had the support of the father, but I didn't. <coughs> and I was like, yeah, I cannot do this by myself. And I, at that point, I was like, I am definitely reconsidering for the second time. And I had the miscarriage. Like, it, it was very early on. It was like a month and a half. So I didn't have to make a choice at the end of the day. But I changed my mind from one to the other, you know? So it's like, it, it, it just it should be allowed you know that there's actually like she showed the birth control you know that there are actually birth control made for men that has been mm -hmm. at works and everything but the side effects are too grand for men however they're less than what they are for women that we take and die day. and have blood clots and and, and strokes yeah but severe enough which is the same thing as us also I don't know if everybody here is aware of this. There's something called the pink tax in the United States yeah. where you're taxed. We're, we're taxed for our luxury items of pads and tampons and feminine hair, feminine hygiene products that are marketed for women. They're luxury products. Probiotics, check those. They also have a little bit of an extra tax into them. Yeah. Anything that's used for women's health and women, like, we're penalized for having a period. Yeah. It's and that's so dumb. Like, it is. I, did not, I did not ask, I do not remember my angel and my stork dropping me off saying, hey, Take by the test. way, you're going to do all these things. Like, I definitely, it was definitely told, like, hey, because you have a uterus, you have a vulva, these things are going to happen. And it's by science. And it's like, okay, so if y'all know scientifically this shit is going to happen why are you sitting here making it harder for me to get the things that I need in order for me to continue to be a vulva owner or if you want me to carry kids so bad why you don't want me to have like a good period why you don't want me to be healthy like y'all make it difficult for me for no reason and you know what though in other countries like uh, in a lot of European countries and even in some of the Asian countries women's sanitary products are covered you can just walk in and get them anywhere yeah. maybe not that like there might be a higher brand that you have to pay for but you can walk in like condoms at the freaking health department and be like oh i need pads and tampons and you can get your basic shit just like you can get your basic condoms at the health department for free yeah. you can't get pads and tampons at the health department how helpful would that be oh throw some diapers in there hell yeah i just think yeah, i don't have kids so i don't know the the expenses of children products. Mm. Well, see, the diapers aren't bad. Um, I don't know. They, they, I was very, very thankful to stop having to buy diapers and training pants. Look at that situation that happened with the formula. I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm so thankful I don't have children. Oh, that thing with the formula, how formula started to become um like rare or like they were having low um what's the word i'm looking for i want to say it correctly feeling it like it was mm. it was yeah like all they had like a low shortage on formula and stuff i was like oh jesus that, that that was scary like my child just come off of doing all that stuff 
when the pandemic hit. Like she was just starting to eat like solid foods full time and everything. So I was like, <laughs> miss that one. But See, I can only imagine because my baby, <laughs> would, I tried to breastfeed. Okay. Like, I wanted to breastfeed more than anything. And um, she just would not latch on to my nipple. Mine wasn't, she did it for about three times and then she was like, all right, I like the bottle, let's go. <laughs> so I was like, dang, I didn't want him to give her a bottle or anything, but I ended up, eventually I, I pumped and then ended up just doing formula, but even, what was this, 10 years ago was expensive, but when I look at the prices today, I'm like, oh, hell to the naw. Like, they're on their lock and key. People have to steal it. It's like, yes. it's bad. I wouldn't have survived without Wick, honestly. Like the state programs, because I was a single mom. My like her 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 father left. I was on full bed rest, six weeks away from having her, and he says, "I have a new, I have a girlfriend in Texas, and I'm moving to be with her." Oh wow! Yeah, it was. And really see, that's the other reason why I'm just not a fan <laughs> of having kids right now. Is because I'm not saying I don't think my boyfriend would put me in a position where he would like just leave me. And be like, yeah, you raise the kids by yourself. But that was one of the like big That's things like, for me growing up. Like, what if I'm the one pregnant? I'm the one carrying the child. The man can literally just get up and do whatever. I can't do. do whatever. I have to go through all these other stipulations and shit. Do you think that men deserve a input in the choice to have an abortion? I think so. Because even a one-night stand. Yeah, because even then it's still, having a kid changes both both people's lives. It changes more of the woman's body and life because the woman is the one actually going through the whole process and feeling all the emotions and stuff like that. But even then it's like, you know, reality at some point for a guy is going to hit like, oh, wow, I'm really a father or I really did do this or I helped her create life. Like for some guys who are responsible, and who actually give a shit, it does, like, it, it does, like, hit them differently. But some guys who, like, ain't shit, and also, if you know you're dealing with an ain't shit-ass person, then there's no point of trying to use their opinion into a very heavy situation. Vision. Yeah. That's if you're dealing right. with somebody who don't give a fuck about you, or it was a one-night stand, or this person has constantly cheated on you, but for some reason, you don't want to learn your lesson, you want to stay with them for whatever your reason is, your life, your world, whatever. If you know all these things about them, then if you want to put yourself in a compromising situation like that. Oh, it's back. Okay, here we go. Then by all means, you know, it's totally up to you. But if you know, like, in your heart of hearts that this person isn't the one for you, then, and you know that you don't want to be stuck to them forever, because that's a forever commitment to having a kid with somebody. So... If you don't want to be stuck with them forever, why put yourself in that situation to even care about how they feel? I just feel like they have, I feel like they could have an input, but at the end of the day, it's like you can have you can have an input about it, but then you gotta show some commitments. Because, for example, if you have a woman that is saying, "I do not want to have children," and I'm thinking about getting an abortion, and the man is the one saying no, I don't want you to do that. I feel like at some point there has to be a commitment from them that it's like, well, I can take care of them. Like, it's something like that. I agree. 
you know and if and if it's the other way around that they don't want it and the mother one the, the the woman does want it in that case it which happens often the woman is the one that makes the choice if they want to do this by themselves or not at the end of the day i mean obviously they, they can still be obligated by court and all that to financially care for them but we all know that that parenthood is not about just the money you know so high key because money oh, don't mean shit. it helps of course. Do you so, that, like if a guy is like, "Hey, I don't want children. I've never wanted children. I don't want this baby. I don't want to be part of the life." Do you think that that makes him a bad person? If you know you're, you've been dating a couple weeks, you haven't had time to have that conversation, and you know, oops, accidents happen or happy surprises happen, and, and you know, girl, girl is like, "Oh my god, I've always wanted to be a mom," and blah 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 blah. So would it be wrong to say, well, if one party doesn't want anything to do with the child, they're like, I'm not, I don't want to be a parent. I, whatever, can they, would it be wrong to say, okay, sign over your parental rights. You don't have to be part of the life. I'm going to have the child. And I know a lot of women, some women who do that, but sign over your parental rights so that I can do what I need to do. And you're not responsible for this child, but I'm still going to do what I need to do. Would it be wrong to say, okay, then do that? Yeah, no. that's their right. That, that's their, that's, the, that's part of the choice. Like a woman also would have a choice of doing something like that. Obviously, they still would have financial obligations unless the mom doesn't even need that. And like if she really says sign that. over everything, then be prepared nope. to deal with everything. Because yeah. at that point, you basically saying that the person was just a sperm donor. So right. then it's also saying, like, if you saying to the sperm donor, penis owner, sign over your parental rights. The penis owner. I love that. This yeah. is also the same way of you saying, like, even if I'm down bad as a mom, I'm not even going to call you and hit you up for anything because this is a thousand percent my child. Right. I feel like that was professional. Now, what about, here's the thought, is would it be selfish of a man who has always, uh, who may have always, the, the roles are reversed. The woman, I don't want to be a mom. There are some women, I don't want to be a mom. Not me, but, you know, there are. And that's fine. That's their journey. And I love that for them. It's whatever you feel comfortable with. Some women are more, are better as the ants. Yeah. We always need the cool ants. Yeah. The rich auntie that's going to take right. you out to get some ice cream. The crazy aunt that takes you out of school because, you know... She ain't got, she doesn't have her own kids, so she's going to take you on a shopping spree because y'all haven't seen each other for a while. Everybody needs that aunt. The one you can call when you're in trouble. She doesn't usually have kids because she's a better auntie. And that's fine. That's her journey in life. But would it be selfish for the man to say, hey, I've always wanted to be a father. Would you please carry this child and have them? And I, I, you don't have to have anything to do with it. I want the baby. It would be selfish for him to ask. It's the difference between one and the other. Women's bodies go through so much during pregnancy that asking a person to carry a child, it changes your body. And it's it's not easy. It's a risk. It's a health risk at the end of the day. U.S. has the highest mortality rate in childbirth than in any other developed country. So it's a risk at the end of the day. We're so pushing, we're, we're catching up to the third world countries on our mortality, our, our gestational mortality. But right. like, and like, it's even worse if you're not white. Women in that case still have the say at the end of the day 
because even if you want her to carry, it's like you're not actually going through all these changes and going through all right. this. I feel like more people have to focus on like if you're if you're a man in that situation, you have to focus more in reassuring the person. This will be, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Like, let's agree on something more than telling them what to do. Because right. the problem here is that most of those men, they're the ones that tell you you have to do this. It's not it's not an option for them. It's it's just telling you what to do. If you would have an actual conversation of being like, this is my commitment. Don't worry about it. I know that it's a lot for your body, but please, please, you know, it would mean a lot to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of women would actually get like be receptive to the conversation. Okay, so look. I feel like y'all being too nice on these men because <laughs> all those things are great. And although I do agree, that is, in my opinion, a small percentage of men. Oh, yes, absolutely. Let's yeah. face it, these women that are needing the abortions or wanting to get it, it's not because they have the perfect husband at home or the perfect man that wants children. And that that's because we continue to fuck these ancient ass men. Right. And it's not even necessary. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Just that. It's, it's the 35-year-old woman who is too tired to do it all over again and has decided I'm done having kids. Mm -hmm. It's the it's 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 the woman who has been doing things promiscuous and had a uh oh and is uh -oh. somebody yeah I mean the it, it doesn't the, abortions aren't limited to one group of women. They should be I mean any anybody at any point who can get pregnant may need one for whatever reason. Facts. And so oh, it's just topic pregnancies. Those, yeah. But see, yeah, following no. following the laws they're trying to instate on women in the United States is that no matter if you've been raped, someone in your family put their dick where it didn't belong and you got pregnant from that, or if you have got some kind of life-threatening issue where you, the, you need to terminate the pregnancy, no. They don't care. So our also, they did change it to where like it's official. If you get if it was um, sexual assault or sexual harassment or life threatening, you can get an abortion. Not in Georgia. No. And I don't think in Texas. Not in Louisiana. Patient with a child. Not in the South. It was a child that was twelve years old, and and it was and it was a rape, and there was like the whole situation going to court because they wouldn't allow her to have an abortion, and it was very very risky against her life. Right, but they don't care because we're just baby machines. Yeah. And then and I, here's the thing: these people uh, making these laws. Religion anymore is more about like. They want to repopulate people. They want a workforce. They want people low income to work for the big companies. Like it, they want workers to stay workers and the CEOs yeah. stay CEOs. Like, you know, Walmart needs people to work in Walmart, you know? Even like, though now all the cashiers are now officially self-checkout and nobody barely be at the cashiers anyways. And Walmart has like 30 different aisles for cashiers, but then only have three employees operating. 
I don't know. And then, of course, all that got me thinking. We've got other things going on in the world, and there's just really a, a whole ass war on women going on. Oh, yeah. Have y'all been seeing what's going on in Iran with the... There. Okay, so for the last... I, I wrote notes down because it's a lot of information, and I am a stoner, and I forget things, and I have... Yeah. It's a thing in ADHD. Oh, yeah. Woo! Okay, so this has been going on... Mm, for the last six weeks to eight, two months, right? The It all started because of the death slash murder or the death slash murder of a 22-year-old woman in Iran who named, and I'm going to butcher the name, I apologize, Masha Am- Amini. Masha Amini. She was arrested by the morality police because her bangs were showing. She her her hijab wasn't in the right place. Yeah. So like this much of her hair was showing, and she was murdered. The hijab was being worn cor- um, correctly, and the morality police arrested her. Right, and they didn't only arrest her. There's been video surfaced of them hitting her in the head with sticks, right. and beating her. And so, and then of course, their official story is that she had a heart attack and died. At 22, an otherwise healthy woman. She, she was beaten up to that. Right. And so this that started massive protests. And they've been growing across, of course, the, top, the entire place. We even have athletes that have protested the fact that she was murdered. Um, there was an Olympic climber. Uh, again, I'm going to fuck the name up. I'm so sorry. Elnaz Rekabi. Elnaz Rakabi, I think, is how it's said. Is probably not, but um, she on the last day of the Olympic trials, I believe it was. It was one of the Olympic events. She instead of wearing her hijab, wore a black headband instead. Well, there were rumors of her going missing on her way home, and she was un- nobody could find her for I think hours to days. I, I I found conflicting reports of whether she came home or not. I, they were they were really close, and I couldn't quite, you know, I was worried on the on the um, integrity of the sources, so I couldn't really tell if she was home or not. I think she is, but it was it, it indicated that it was weeks later that she just showed back up, yeah. and the morality piece. Police That's real convenient. Part of the protests have been people shaving their heads, like women shaving their heads, just to show that you know that you have control over your own hair and all that. Solidarity, yeah. The thing about it is that I only found out because there's like this TikTok person on Karen. You probably have seen her around on TikTok. Um, that I know, I know her because of something else, but uh, another situation. But uh, Karen um, did shave her head on TikTok. There were a lot of people criticizing her about the way that she was supporting, even though a lot of people are doing that just to raise right. awareness. Even about- in Canada, this is as, as, as recent as this past weekend, yeah. there were there were protests, women cutting chunks of their hair out and making a pile. Do you know that of the people that are at this moment, at the, the reports that I can find were as current as two days ago, that there were 16,000 people have been arrested in protests in Iran alone. And of those, and in addition to that, 348 people have been killed. 30 of them are children. 
And no, I, I did hear about that, and I did hear that they already sentenced to that 14,000 of them. And this is ridiculous. Well, this, this is fucking thing, ridiculous. This is the thing, like, a lot of people don't even know about it because Iran immediately cut off their internet access. So the people that know about it is because they have family in it and they are outside of Iran and they have been able to spread the word about it because otherwise we barely would have heard it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I've only, I've only heard it because, like I said, Aunt Karen did the whole hair thing and I'm like, okay, what's going on? And I searched. I found out the information about the girl that was killed initially and the protests and all that, but I had not seen anything on mainstream media or anything. No. And now me finding like, Yeah, just recently I found out 14,000 people were sentenced to that. That's a massive amount of people. And not That's just genocide. that. And not just that. The, wor the most disgusting thing that I read about the news is that any woman that is a virgin that was arrested and sentenced to death there is a thing that they do, which is rape the women to make sure that they don't go to heaven. And that is, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy to think that this is something that would actually happen. But then again, it's happening right now. It's happening. Yeah. The part that's really stupid is if you, if they want to go based off their religious texts, how is raping going to send you to heaven? But see, here's the thing about it, though. The 70s and 80s. They rape you, so if, you don't get into heaven. If you look back, though, in the 70s and 80s, Iranian women, women were not covered up. No. They were as open and as, as celebrated their bodies like we do. It wasn't until the overly radical regime took over and started, this is this is what, um, what men want. This Push. is men controlling women. And it's what's what, happening here. Like, it feels like we're in regression. They're trying yeah. to take us back. We're having to fight the battles that our mothers and our grandmothers and our great-grandmothers had to fight. Why are we having to fight those battles? Facts. It's already been settled. This should be a basic human right. It should be a basic human right to be able to show your hair. It's not immoral. And if that's your religion, that's fine. But is it more is it is it more against a God that to to have to, to murder people and rape them versus showing your hair? Child, they don't know the answer to it. They're gonna sit there and be like, uh 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 uh. I just feel like uh uh they're gonna sit there and just be stuck. And give the same stupid answers they've always been giving us and try to flip it and switch it. Because if you come to a government official and give them common sense, like, okay, you're raping me, um, abusing me, sexually harassing me, putting me in a position of where I'm uncomfortable and fucking me over just all around. And you're going to sit here and tell me that I'm going to go to hell or I'm going to be living in internal damnation because of my hair or because I don't cover myself a certain kind of way or because something doesn't make you feel comfortable. Right. Learn to control your dick then. Right. Just like the whole thing of like where how we couldn't, like if Paisley was to wear this tank top that she has on in high school or even you get princess, you get in trouble. Oh, expel. How dare you show your shoulders? Oh, I'm waiting on that shit. I got in trouble in high school or no middle school. I have a scar on my arm right here from hitting a guy with my shoe because he kept popping my bra. It pissed me off. I kept telling people, and I had a bruise from the wire hitting or the uh, the thing hit the hook hitting me. 
And so the next day he went to do it and I turned around, took my shoe off and hit him upside the head with it. And he threw me against the wall. I got in trouble for defending myself. The teachers didn't do anything to protect me. I tried to take care of myself and I got in school suspension. And that's crazy. The fuck kind of world are we living in where, where we can't go to school and feel safe? Or when you live in a world where there be like, where there are certain religious groups that says, oh, you can only wear a dress or a skirt. Why? Because if you wear a dress and a skirt, that means men wouldn't try to attack you. Um, no, because you know what? I like women too, and I don't do that shit. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as consent. It's as simple as if I tell you, no, don't touch me, then just follow directions the first time they're given. Right. I can stand naked in front of you, and if I say, no, don't touch me, the answer is no, don't fucking touch me. Mm-hmm. It's basic common sense, but no, then you get, and of course, then, you know, the, the, the numbers and statistics on women and men who have been raped or assaulted in especially the United States, only the reported one is one in four women at this time. So at least one of us, probably all of us have had some kind of sexual assault in our life. Oh yeah. Yeah. See? For sure. That's the funny thing. If you ask how many do they know, they they don't even, they act like they don't know women that have been through that. And it's like, no, you you do. You just, you know, you just don't care. (laughs) And then like you said, report it. A lot of people, men and women, don't report their abuse because of how the government is set up, how they don't really give a damn about you. It takes forever and a day for the case to go through. Then they want to go through the whole thing of like, well, did you go to the doctor to get your rape case um, report and get all those other things that honestly feel like a HIPAA violation? Because if I did, uh, um, um, well, what were you wearing? Um, what were you? What were? You, <laughs> what time was it? What? Well, where, where were you going? going? What were you doing? Had you been drinking? It's Had been you been like, doing drugs? Juice? Do you see? Were you guys talking about sex? Did you meet at a bar? And it's just like, dude, if I didn't consent, point blank, period, it shouldn't have happened. Right. And, and then goes course, that whole... Oh, but she drank too much. She drank too much. Therefore, that means that she, 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 she said yes, no, after a certain point, you're not capable of consenting. If you pass so you shouldn't put yourself in a situation to continue... Not that I recommend everybody start carrying around like the little field test blow thingies, but I mean, it might not be a bad idea. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's like, even if a person is um, intoxicated or anything, at the end of the day, it's the actions of who does, like, it's their actions that they're responsible for. And you can, you can be under the influence, but you don't necessarily do the things that you know, you know what I mean? Like right. the man is responsible for whatever they're doing. That's, that's what I mean with that. Yeah, um, definitely. Not just the men, the women too. Like I, 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 I know that place is going to be y'all being too nice, but they always come up with, it's not just men. And so yeah. Okay. People in general. But it's not because also to the people who be out there lying about getting sexually assaulted, they make the situation a whole lot harder. Yeah. Because the ones who come forward and be like, oh, he did do something to me. She did do something to me. What happened? <clears throat> oh, basically, they give this long, elaborate story. And because they're the ones that reported it first, 
instantly it goes to their side and it's favored towards them, blah, 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 blah. But then it comes out, oh no, what really happened was she didn't give me her number and it hurt my feelings. Or he told me that I was pretty, but he ended up fucking my best friend. Like something really ridiculous, in my opinion, just ends up happening and it basically turns the person to be like, well, let me get you back in the harshest way possible. And they don't realize like how bad that's scarring to the person that's being affected by it and to the people who's actually been in that situation. Because it's like, you just sat there and lied for what? Because in my opinion, you lied for clout. Right. Yeah. I actually, I just posted not that long ago, I posted on my Twitter a video that I found to be so fucking scary. And like nothing happened in the video. It's just this man that he went to the police department to report someone for threaten, hit, threatening him, like 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 they were gonna hit him or something. And when he started explaining what happened, it was that this girl at work at some place. I don't remember if it was a work or what, but this girl that he wanted to be with, he was trying to show her a song that he made for her, and she didn't want to, you know, give him any attention. And he followed her around. And then her dad saw the situation. And and the dad was the one who threatened him with violence. And he went to report the dad. And the cop, I actually was glad that at that point, the cops were like, dude, you were stalking this girl. And then they told you to leave her alone. And he was like, if that was my daughter, I would have done worse. Right. Like, we would be having this conversation right now, Holmes. Yeah. He was like, you were following around. (laughs) and you thought that that was okay so it gets worse because he starts telling them well i feel like she wants it i feel like women want to be followed and he was like no i don't think women want that and he was like no yes and you know what i think what it is is that she really does want it but she doesn't dare to do it because the agenda of the lgbtq and i was like what the fuck is going on i realized that the girl is a lesbian and he's trying to basically force himself on her. Wow. that she doesn't even have that preference. And saying that if he if and, and she if she would get fucked, like she would change her mind. The worst thing is that he even started talking about the porn industry, and that's why I posted it on my Big Big Sherry account. He started saying, You see those girls on those BDSM films, they do like it. They do like being forced. And I was like, yo, you're this guy is delusional, but then at the end of the day, this is an actual guy that's going around following girls. Does he not realize that we consent to that stuff before the that, camera starts? That's the thing. The See, like, that's the part that people feel like they don't know. It. They like, feel like they because they don't know it or they don't see it, they feel like it's just... Okay, so then we need to make it a normal thing that at the beginning of any BDSM scene, we have this former this thing, point, I consent to this. At this point, everything they say, everything that we do, especially all four of us in this industry, everything we do is content. So if, even if we do record the behind the scenes where we're getting ready and we sit here and show the other person the contract and they sign it and we say what we consent to, it, the ignorant motherfucker is still going to come back and be like, but in the video, you liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you literally missed the whole part where I said in the beginning, I consent. Right. You know, and speaking but of this industry. I think, I think she should get into porn and do videos. Because the cop was like, kind of like, dude, leave. Because at this point, you were the one confessing to stalking. Yeah, you're about to get arrested, buddy. Yeah, so he was like, just go, just leave. And this is the thing. The video is on the internet because the guy that was stalking <laughs> the girl 
posted it. So it's his video. Like, he thinks he's so right. Narcissist. And he finished that thing with a cop. He went to the car, and he and kept talking around. about it. And he said things of, like, I think she should be put on a porn like that of the BDSM. I think she should be. In, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, the way that they think about women, I feel like there's a lot of men that hate women. It's terrifying, honestly. It's, it's, what you were saying, Paisley? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, you said something about the industry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I forgot. I think she's just. I think she. I think she fucked around and got too high. Yeah. Said something I, about the industry. You said. I got Oh. Um, speaking of the industry. Yeah. Okay. So, I I do feel like when you were talking about um doing like BTS is important. I also feel like it's important to have when you go shoot with someone and you're doing a porn for there to be another woman there. Um, yeah, not always. Well, it depends. I, I mean, can, oh, okay. in, 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 in new situations, sure. But I mean, if I've shot with someone five or six times. Okay, well, yeah. Okay, well, speaking to newbies, because yeah, newbies yeah. for one, and in new situations, I do think that's important. I think it makes the person feel a little more comfortable. I feel like yeah. newbies should know that we can bring someone with us. Like it's okay. You never say I want to bring someone with me to set, and yeah. they cause a problem about that. That's something shady, anyway. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they can't sit in. Like you might not expect them to sit in the room while you're filming. Mm-hmm. To at least be able to come in, bring your bring you and your bags in, make sure everything's cool, and either wait wait in the car or wait in the lobby or whatever, um, depending on wherever you're shooting, that should be fine. If there's there someone has a problem with someone bringing you, that's a huge huge red flag, because there shouldn't be a problem with you being brought to a, a, a location. Super facts. If I start making crazy faces, y'all, I am cramping out the wazoo. <laughs> I have to put that out there. That shit is... I do like... Yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever seen like content from kink.com, but you know that they do those very hardcore BDSM scenes and everything, but at the end, you see the interview with the with the performer being like, hey, how was it? And they're like, oh, it's great. You know what I mean? So, Jet said Jasmine and King Noir does that as well. Like whenever they post videos with royal fetish films, like you get the behind the scenes. And sometimes they do like interviews with the people. Well, not sometimes they do interviews with like their cast members and they talk about like what happened before and after. Like, I like it when I see industry people like really dive into what really goes behind the scenes because a lot of people don't really see that stuff and they really think that it's just the oh we're coming here and we're going to record with 10 other people in the room and you've got someone holding a camera someone making sure there's good lighting there's all these other kind of things so it's just like i think it's a beautiful thing that i'm gonna call them civilians but you know the regular people the non-sex workers they get to see like what it really means because they think sex work is easy when it's like, it's a whole, this ain't a nine to five, but it feel like one. <laughs> I know that I don't, uh, like any of my more hardcore rougher scenes where like you see me cry or you see me like really getting fucked up. <laughs> like there's a couple of them, like I've got a, a, pu- a scene where I ended up puking and it was just, it was a really intense scene. I also, of course, I throw a trigger warning on it, but there's always a thing at the end of, they're like, hey, are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. That was fun. You know, everything, blah, blah, blah. Just, as, I mean, even if we don't put it out, 
it's for posterity for to protect everybody because apparently there's bitches have a tendency to come back later and be like he abused me yeah the people who come back and sometimes be lying in these situations like they gotta stop doing that i had an experience um which i actually found that it was really good i'm 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 kind of brand new to you know porn so i have only done a few scenes that are like studio everything else has been you know just collaborating with other creators on OnlyFans and stuff like that. But the experience that I had, it was so good. And that's why I love this industry because it's like, yes, it is. It is the sets industry and everything, but we are sometimes more careful than your average person. More considerate, more, you know what I mean? So I, I thought it was great. I did have, I did have a woman that she was, she told me that her position in this production was being the model advocate, I believe it was and they they did do an interview before like consented to everything signing the documents in front of the camera there was actually like most of the time there was a camera rolling behind everything that we were doing just to make sure that everything was good and and like the the model advocate which was a woman she was like everything you need you let me know like you can talk to me you don't have to talk to the guys talk you know what i mean so it was like it was great to have someone that had that position there. And it was a great experience, to be honest. I felt it was like very, very considerate. I've, of course, I've had different experiences that have been more like less people involved and like, let's get to it. But I know that it's the kind of things that because they're professionals, if I ever had the need of having someone there, there wouldn't be an issue. Right. And it, I, I just think that's important for new people to know because a lot of people just don't know, you don't, don't have references. And they don't know what to, you know, right. pull from. So it, it, it's good for them to know. So if anyone, you know, sees that, it's not weird. <laughs> oh, no, I actually, I had somebody who, um, when I first started in the industry, we had talked about working. And I said something about bringing my boyfriend at the time to drop me off and, and make sure everything was copacetic. And the way they responded was like, no, I'm not comfortable with anyone non-industry not being there. I was like um then i'm not comfortable. He's my significant other than technically he's kind of sort of not really in the industry <laughs> right and i'm like it's not that he's going to be sitting in the corner watching he's bringing me to make sure everything's cool bring my bags in and stuff and you know and it turns out you know i've decided it was probably like um early on miscommunication so but it took me almost two years for me to even talk to that person again to talk to him about working because it was like okay, I've been petty long enough. I'm at this point, I know more things. But at the time, that scared the crap out of me. I was like, you don't want someone to bring me to set. That says something's weird. Yeah, and, that makes sense, though. And I'm like, you know, I know that everybody says that you're great, but if you won't even let let the man I live with, you know, my fiance, boyfriend, whatever you want to call him, you won't let him even come drop me off. That's weird, weird energy, and I don't feel safe. Because what, what if I can't drive? Like, how am I supposed to get there? Like, not laughing at you as if you stupid. I'm a passenger princess. I get driven everywhere. Right. It's like, okay, what if, what if, what if that's how I, like, what, what I can't take a lift? Yeah. The logic didn't make sense. Lift is okay because real people don't probably care. It's photography. And I have, this is the, the funny thing is that I started getting into the little industry more because I was trying to create a space for um, performers to have photography done without someone trying to get it in there like let's just call it what it is i mean and, i mean come on 
there's some people that just get a camera just to try to get it in, you know? And no, can I tell you how many photographers that are great photographers, but the second they start trying to say some let's kick it shit, I'm like, eh, I don't want to work with you anymore because now I feel uncomfortable on mm -hmm. set with you because now I know you're looking at me like that yeah. and it's not business to you, it's personal. And I don't want to do, that's not what I do. But this is the thing, you can do a trade shoot and it's convenient for everyone without having to try to get a person's body too. Like I have done collabs on, on photo shoots with models and everything. It's convenient because we wrote portfolio and we can use it for both clients and to get new, you know, money and all that. That is right. that is the convenience of doing a trade shoot. You don't have to try to get it in too. You know what I mean? So anyway, right. I, that's why I got into getting like, money from it is more convenient than the poom poom, I would think. Yeah. And that's why I started okay. getting more into the the adult in like I started working with people that do this kind of content. And then I was like, you know, I want to do it myself. I've always done it myself, kind of, but not really professionally. So that's why I started getting into it. But it it just I remember there was this one person that she she had been modeling. Uh -huh. Asked her if we could do a trade shoot and everything. She came over and she brought her boyfriend. And she was like, I'm very sorry that I brought my boyfriend, but I have been through a lot of situations where I show up and it's something else. And the fact that even though I was a woman, she still felt the need to do it. Like that tells you that that she's, you know what I mean? Like she she has that 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 PTSD, let's call it. You know what I mean? So she's like already thinking, oh my gosh, it could be a setup. And this is her career and her dream that she has been going on for like working really hard and she's still i mean she was still working and I, I, actually she's like huge right now and and i'm so proud of her she's she was in the lizzo's um look out for the big girls show like she's one of the like one of the most prominent dancers. she's like huge on tiktok and everything and the thing is that i i felt like oh my god like this industry really needs a lot of people to provide a safe space there's mm -hmm lot of predators in it. it it's crazy but you know we, we we push through it but we we do have to talk to each other too because i feel like the more i talk to other women that are doing this the more i learn that i am not asking for too much it's kind of basic for me to feel to want to feel safe where i work you know yo i did not realize how much of a doormat that I allowed myself to be until I got into the industry and started being around all these strong women who I was like, really? And it, it, it just, it was very eye-opening to come into the industry and realize certain things. And, 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 you know, and, and I think all of us have had that experience with a producer at some point that is less than shining and stellar um, and unfortunately, I feel like we have to find, have those experiences to get past that bullshit to be a better us. But, you know, it's, you know, it's difficult. How do we, how do we eliminate the predators from this type of industry? How do we make it where we're safe coming to work? You know, there was just, there was just a, a, an, a, an Atlanta producer slash talent who was arrested for killing his girlfriend. And allegedly, allegedly he was arrested for allegedly killing his girlfriend. I haven't followed up. I don't care, but it hit the news. It was there. And then I knew who it was and I was like, oh shit. 
And that's the last I've heard about it because I don't care. But when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, yeah. This is a dude in the industry that we all know that's gotten arrested for possibly killing his girlfriend. I gotta go look that up because now I gotta go see it. But I'm not in the industry. Like, yeah. like I wanna look it up. Like, I'll send you the links after we're done. So I, 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 I have no problem sharing the information with my friends. I do like like that. I feel like now I, there's people that I know, cause you know, when you do it by yourself, you, 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 you don't get this, but there's like a network now that I know more that it's like, if I got someone approaching me and I feel like "Mm," I go like, Hey, do you know about this person? And they tell me all about it. And I do the same thing. Whenever I have an experience that is not professional at all, I let everyone know. I, I even go out of my way when I see them trying to like, add them on Twitter and started talking to them on the comments. I'm like, hey, this is my experience. If you want to do it, do it. But this is what happened to me because I'm just looking out for people. That part. Well, I also think you don't you don't go to the females and ask females. You go ask men. Because the men are going to tell the men gossip worse than we do. And they know all the shit. Because they pillow talk worse than we ever thought about pillow talking. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, so I do feel like we don't, well, we don't do enough of, like, we're not going to get rid of all the predators. I of don't, course not. That's impossible. I don't see that happening. But what we can do more of is talk about the professional talent or when we shot a good scene with someone or how they, to brag about them more. Jeez. Can you please see if you can get this dog to go back down the hall? Definitely. We can start gloating about the positive aspects of it. And that's what I was going to say that I think to help reduce the numbers of predators, period, or issues, period, is to like start being more vocal about positive experiences and how you can come, like how you get what the process was for those positive experiences. Like I love talking about getting tested. And it sounds crazy or weird, but I love going to my gynecologist. Like, girl, check my cervix. Hey, bitch, how's she looking? Because I look at my vagina every day, and it's just like, I might see something really little, like an ingrown hair has grown where it's never grown before. And I'm like, hold up, going to my gyno. This what's wrong with me. Like, you know, even just going going to the doctor regular, like just talking to people. I think like normalize having uncomfortable conversations because everyone deems sex to be such a bad, horrendous thing. When in reality, it's fun, it's beautiful, especially when it's consensual. And there's so many things that you can learn from a person or about a person from Mm -hmm. having sex with them, whether you're in the industry or not. And so we have more people who are vocal about the positive outlooks of sex, not just, oh, I fucked this person that gave me an STD or his dick was little or her pussy stank. She can't eat ass. Her tongue feels like a Brillo pad. Like, all that negative ass shit we be seeing and hearing. Or like, you know, this company don't want to work with me because of this, that, and the third. 
or um, this person doesn't want to work with me because they're not really into BBW women, but oh, they see. always want to retweet my shit or always want to comment on my shit, but now they don't see, make no money with me. That, like, I, I don't get this one. Why is it that bitches get offended when a man says, no, thank you. I don't want to work with you. I don't, I don't, sh- you know, this doesn't sell on my platform. People why, don't like rejection. Rejection is a hard thing. Answer why the men get offended too. But yeah. see, because yeah, men get hurt, men's egos get destroyed. As soon as a woman say, a man be like, Well, fuck you too, you ugly bitch. It's like anyways. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I find like the more professional people, like you you'll you have guys like you have producers. I I, I know a couple of producers, they'll they'll be like, Okay, I reached I reached out to this female today. I sent a message to say, Hey, I'd really like to hire you for my site, blah, blah, blah. One the, the most recent one is just ran just randomly. The the girl all she's a bikini she's a bikini model she does a lot of um, IG stuff and, and 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 like fit and beauty stuff so it wasn't even for porn and he was like I just would really like to f- photograph you and I'd like to hire you and she's like no thanks I've got self respect the fuck that is just rude that's extra like who hurts you calm down I said, no thank you if someone comes and tells me like I, no thank you you know like I'm not interested and all that. At the end of the day, this is a business and everyone makes their business decisions how they want. And I'm not going to take it personal. Of course, a lot of people handle their business by their personal preferences, but but that's their, business. that's their business. I don't mind it. It's OK. I don't, I'm not going to get offended because of that. But I have also had this situation. I was just talking recently about this with someone because I got I kind of got like a little gaslit um, because of me bringing it up. Um, there are people that will do something with you because they do want to have sex with you, but then they don't give you the same respect and um, value as other people that they work with. Oh my God, that's my biggest pet peeve. They don't care as much, they don't. Oh my God, no. And I had that situation, so it it, it wasn't, actually it wasn't that exactly, it's kind of crazy because like when I explain it, people are like, okay, yeah, I get it where you're coming from. I had this person that does this specific, kink right they filmed this type of porn right and i told them okay let's do the scenes we did actually not more than one and it was so good we had i had a good experience it was all good however afterwards i let them know hey you contacted me to work with you and i accepted because of what i saw on your page what i saw was that you were doing very artistic shots of this and that, I'm not gonna specify because people are gonna know. But I was like, you're doing very artistic shots of this, and like the photography, I really like it. I'm very interested in that. Like I want to do something more creative like that. This person tells me, actually, I don't do that anymore. I'm trying to pull myself out of that because I want to be considered more of a male talent than a photographer or an artist in that area. And I am focusing more on just doing your average regular porn. And I was like, okay, so I, like a line. I got I got the the short end on the stick there because yes, we did film porn, but at the end of the day, what I was interested in, we didn't get to do. And I wanted to keep that relationship in order to do that later on. And he told me I don't do that anymore. And I was like, damn, okay, shit. I guess fuck, I should have said it before. <laughs> no problem. And I was like, it's okay. That that's the end of that conversation. He just told me he doesn't do it. Tell me why a week later 
he's posting new people that he's working with doing exactly what I asked him if I could do with him. And I was like, oh, so I guess you do do it. However, the only difference, the only difference, and it's something that we did discuss between me and those other people that he's worked with is that I am the only plus size woman. And I asked him, because because I saw I saw that he started doing it again with other people. And I asked him and I said, what is the difference between me and the other people that you're doing it with now? Was it just me that you said no to, even though I was very willing and naturally went to you and all of these things? And he was like, no, 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 things just changed. Like circumstances changed. And I guess I can see how, I guess we could work together and do it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not really that interested in working with you anymore because I don't like working with people that make me feel other than. And the funny thing to me was that this person was telling me how they hadn't worked with curvy girls or bigger girls and that they wanted to, but that every time he would approach one, they would not trust that he knew how to work with them because all his content was with smaller women. And I told him, don't worry about it. You work with me. We have a great time. I'm going to tell all my fat girls <laughs> to come your way. Well, and make I sure you let me know once we're done. Make sure you let me know who it is so I can not work with them because I don't like that shit. I did. I told all the girls in the BBW, the, the fashion show, I told them all like work with this person. So maybe y'all know now what I'm talking about. And a lot of the, uh, some of them actually contacted him to work with him. He left them on red. So now I'm here thinking, now you're doing it with other people that are not fat, right? And I'm here like, okay. Or not fat. It's, I'm like, it doesn't add up. You're telling right. me, okay, things change and all that. But then why didn't you tell me, hey, I'm back to doing that. Do you want to do it? Like you asked me if I could do it. And I said, no, but now things changed. Maybe we could do it. Or I don't know, maybe answer to the bigger girls that I sent your way that you said you wanted to work with, but I guess they were not acceptable enough for him. I, I feel like, and, and it, maybe it, it also falls into my crisis and identity that I have right now. I lost 140 pounds in this past year and I was much bigger, now I'm smaller. So I feel like there's more people now that are attracted to me that wouldn't fuck with me if it's I was- It's really bigger. hard when you lose a lot of weight. You, you <laughs> really learn how to be. Yeah, I have that thing in my mind too. But also, it's like nothing adds up. And when I called him out, the first thing he said was, well, I actually was going to talk to you about it. But when I met you in Exotica, because this was in Exotica, he was like, you were drunk the whole time. And I was like, I drank one night, by the way. And I wasn't drunk. I just ignored him because I had already seen his content with the other people that he did exactly what I had asked. And he told me no. So I was honestly with people like that. You just once they show you their true colors, just leave them where they at. I've had to learn that lesson the hard way. Like this year, just his first reaction instead of being like, "I apologize," I actually didn't realize I could have told you, "Hey, I'm doing this again." It was, "Oh, where you were drunk, anyways." I'm like, "What are you fucking talking about?" They're trying to put the fault on you to make them feel less bad about them not basically saying that they're they're trying to basically say that they're not attracted to you or any. They just don't want to shoot content with you. But they wanted to gas. They basically was trying to just gaslight you in any other way to let you know, like, oh, at one point, sometime, someday, it may, the thought may come across my left toe that we'll do it. But at the end of the day, the motherfuckers, if they don't give a damn, shit, yeah. fuck them. Right. They ass and fuck like, I was good enough for him to want to fuck, but not good enough for me to model artistically the type of art right. that he does. 
And yeah. that's what I was like, well, fuck you, because, you know, I don't want to work with you anymore. And right. How dare you situations not like my that creativity? Is like, yeah, that, that kind of thing I do take personal, because at that point, I had already put out there his name and said, this is a good person to work with. And yeah, it made that, you look bad. That, that bothers me, because now it's like I am sending people your way that could I'm making you more money, and you want to be a broke bitch. How dare you? I feel you. I feel you. Um, That's some broke bitch shit. Yeah, yeah. Damn. All right, ladies. It's that time. (laughs) We had an amazing conversation, and um, send them links. I think think we really thought about something we can do to positively spread awareness. Yeah. Because, like, we we are in a position of, of severe influence where we can say things and people hear us. And, and we, sh- we should definitely do some things, you know, at least sh- at least share some of the videos that are coming across the time the timelines. So yeah. people can see them so that we can. They don't even come across my timeline. Like, I don't even know. Like, when you tell me what you wanted to talk about, I had to look up like what was going on in Iran because it's literally nothing on my media saying anything about it they cannot show stuff they cut off their communication oh yeah yeah i literally had to go on google and read what's going on and even then google is still giving me like bland basic bitch shit it's like it was very hard to get information but like if you go on instagram and you search the hashtag like Mm -hmm. uh the, the different ones talking about uh iran iran post uh iranian protests iran protests um you know if to play with the keywords, you'll start getting the reels pop up. And um, it was it was really, like, I almost, I wanted to cut my hair watching these videos. I'm like, I, I, I feel the solidarity. Let's do it. But at the same time, I've already, I, I just cut, like, 12 inches off my hair. So no more right now, please. Um, <laughs> no more right I now. I can't cut my hair. I do support her, but I just started showing my natural hair. So... I cut the wig. <laughs> you know what? Because I feel like this is an unhealthy lock anyways. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Oh, poof. It is an unhealthy lock. We can start <laughs> over. <laughs> poof. I need to cut this off anyway, so it's very convenient. Oh, yes. And there we go. It. We're going to have a healthy new lock. Healthy little lock, a little poofy there. I love it. Well, you're still doing your part by... by- um, bringing awareness and having a conversation about it, you know, like you br- you brought it to, to exactly didn't know about it, you know, like it's not about the action of cutting hair, it's about bringing mm-hmm. awareness. So you can do I that. Mean, I stand with y'all. I stand with women. Women come first. I'm a woman first. No matter who I am, what I am, and what I do, I'm a woman first. Absolutely, and it's like you know, the uh, we could go another probably two or three hours talking about it. The, the the you know our government is just it's deteriorating and trying to take us back yep. to where women were property. Mm-hmm. Can't allow that. We have to stand up and 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 show the this patriarchal. Listen to me being a feminist. This patriarchal. See, I'm not a feminist. I'm not a feminist. I love me some men, but. There are some not good men out here that are doing some shitty things. Yeah, fuck that. It's not just about that part of feminism I don't agree with. There's a little few other things. I ain't a feminist, but baby, I love me some women. I know women. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's a, some things some feminists did, I was like, hip I'm not right there with you, friend. But in the other parts, I'm like, yes. I'm all, I'm, I'm for women's empowerment. Yeah. Yes. 
God, yes. And whatever titles go along with that. I stand with the pussy. I like that. We should make t-shirts. I stand with the pussy. I like you it. know what? Hashtag I stand with the pussy. I love it. <laughs> I write it down. My stoner ass will forget. I gotta write it down. <laughs> You're recording. <laughs> we can do like a week, like every day for like just one week, at least like the first week of December or something. Mm. just like a woman's empowerment quote like something just powerful and beautiful and just saying like you know women we love you we stand with you but also get your shit together because sometimes women ain't shit either <laughs> and then it just be like hashtag and there are women that are indoctrinated to think what men want them to think already and there's it's hard to get out of there you know what i mean you know yes. some women are very stupid but we gotta we gotta help the stupid ones we gotta help the smart the stupid <laughs> The, you know, the, the ignits so and the not-so-ignits. <laughs> okay, my loves, thank you so much for being here. We're going to go back around the circle and tell everybody where they can come spend money on you. We'll do fair. We'll do, let's see. Let's see. We did fairy first. Let's do Paisley first. All right, y'all. Y'all can find me on my YouTube channel. I got less than 100 hours to go before I hit that 4,000. Got to get monetized. Paisley Hayes on YouTube. Um, Doobies to Dollars on YouTube. Go check out my podcast. I interview a lot of adult workers, rappers, entertainers. And if you want to see my content that I have with other people, not just my solo stuff, but my boy-girl stuff and my girl-girl stuff is only on Minivid. So Paisley Hayes on there. So basically just Google her. Just really, no, don't Google, don't look at my old pictures now. I look a mess. <laughs> now we're gonna hold up, don't hold no, up. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but Google me because really, all my YouTube now, when you Google me, it's like full of my YouTube shit, and I love it. It's beautiful, Miss <laughs> Cherry. Where can they spend money on you, baby? Well, I'm um, Big Big Cherry, and you can find me on BigBigCherry.com, or you can go to Twitter.com, Big Big Cherry, and you'll find other platforms where I sell my content, or you can just cash at me, like, just send me something, make me feel good. <laughs> I love that energy. Yes, spoil her, send them all the money. Miss Fairy, where can we spend money on you, baby girl? Oh, shit, if you're trying to spend some money and see a thing of three. You can subscribe to my OnlyFans, and that's Fairy Sex Mother. It's M U T H A, because I'll be sending you hoes. <laughs> I don't know why I saw you saying that, but it's so funny. But if you just want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter and just get like some nice, healthy sexual knowledge while looking at my fine ass. Mm. And y'all all know this will be linked. Everybody's stuff will be in the information underneath the posts. And of course, next week, the infamous Bobby will return with us. And he's also probably going to stitch in our sponsors and our friends of the show. And oh, let me see if I can remember it. I've only been listening to it for two years. Let's see. How do we end the show? Life is a learning experience. What's the per point of living if you're not learning? Smoke this over. Smoke this over. I think I got it close. I think I got it close. <laughs> I love you, ladies. Thank you so much. Chicken pot pie. <laughs> Bye. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. 
Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District, a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right.